Pete Carroll Show. The first word from the Seahawks head coach every Monday at 9.30 with Brock and Song. Brought to you by Pizza Hut on Seattle Sports Station. Coach, congratulations. Ten times in 13 years here, you're in the playoffs. That doesn't seem like a coincidence. Well, I hope not. (laughs) Dang, they haven't worked too hard let it all be up to chance. Pretty cool, huh? Yeah. Yeah, what a fun, what a day, man. What a day and a night. I was hoping, you know, just seeing how that thing kind of stacked up, that maybe everybody could have a great time with it. And, man, the Lions just did it. What a terrific football game. You send a note or something to Coach Campbell? Not yet. I'm going to be popping out on this and wherever I can. You know, how about them Lions, you know? So what did you do? We saw some pictures, Coach, some of the players sitting together at restaurants and watching it. What did Coach Carroll, how, how, take us into, you leave oh, the sure. building yeah. last night. You think night. I'm yeah. going to tell you about all my sure. private stuff I'm doing? Yeah. Yeah. I'm yeah. You Who'd that. you watch the game with? Come on, Coach, 13 years, 13 years with, together. I watched it with my wife. We okay. did it exactly the way we want to do it. It was Did you great. wear, like, a Lions jersey for that or something? I mean, how does, what does that look no, like? No, I just had a tall tequila sitting there oh. waiting, waiting for the thing to happen, and the way we went. So uh, is that hard for you, by the way? Seriously, to watch a team that you have no control over, that you don't coach, that you're not, you know, you're, you're it's completely out of your hands. But you're just like the rest of us, watching and rooting. I was just How like, hard is that I for was you? Just like the, it wasn't hard. It was a freaking blast. <laughs> it, 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 the, uh, the, um, I was just like anybody else that w- it really wants to. I was yelling and stuff, and I'm hooting and hollering on the turnovers and going crazy and stuff. So I, I, I had. A, I was just hoping and anticipating that was just going to be one great night, and it was. And uh, for everybody, you know, congrats, man. That was really something. We will get to the culture that you have built there, because I think after 13 years and 10 of these playoffs, that's at the center of a lot of it. But you said it to Dan Campbell and to Detroit's credit. Like, there are a lot of people that thought, well, they got nothing to play for, Pete. They're just going to go shut it down, hand it to Green Bay. Green Bay's got everything to play for. And it sure looked like Detroit played with their hair on fire played unbelievably competitive ball, the guts he had to make some of the calls of a hook and ladder and a fourth and one, and we're going to go for it. Just the mentality of the way Detroit played yesterday had to stand out to you as well. Well, you could, t- I mean, I could, I was feeling it. I, I thought from, I got to the TV, yeah, I don't know, somewhere late in, in the middle of the second quarter or something like that to, to watch it. And, and you could feel them. They were playing. They were in it. The, the conditions, the setting, you know, the history, none of that had anything to do with it. And I, I you know, I know you guys try really hard to figure this stuff out and we all, everybody would want to figure it out, but you, it's football and it, you go out there and you play. And most of the time, everybody goes forward with everything they got once in a while. Somebody just kind of bags it. They don't have a good football game, but they go play. There's too much pride in these guys and the coaches. And, and, and Coach Campbell showed you that, you know. And, and it, what was really cool that the, a lot of people anticipated that that they might play like that, and they went out there and did it. But you know, when, you, when it's three and twenty-seven, and all I could see was, well, that's awesome. Three and twenty-seven. That means they got to win one of these games. You know, I wasn't looking at it like it was going to go like Mike thought. So, but uh, <laughs> you know, so. Um, Anyway, it was really cool to watch because they were playing so well. They continued to stop them. They continued to harass them, and they, and, and they weren't, you know, getting easy plays and easy easy yards. And they were everything was grudging, and uh, it was fantastic. And they had a really good looking offense too, man. They put up a bunch, and you could see it. You could feel it happening. Last thing on them, and then we'll spend the rest of the interview on you guys. But it, it's something Brock and I have talked about over the years: is the challenges 
playing with expectations or pressure on you versus maybe being a little bit free to not have any of that. You can go for it on fourth down. You can throw a hook and ladder at the final couple minutes of a game. As a coach, how much time do you spend working on that element of sort of removing pressure and letting guys play free? Uh, Mike, I, I, I can't tell you how much time. I mean, I, I never stop on that on that thought because I'm always, you know, anything can be a distraction. It doesn't have to be the hype. It doesn't, I mean, personal stuff, there's a million things. that can, And anything that does distract you keeps you from being totally present. And that means you're, if you're not totally present, you can't be at your very best. So there's no time when I'm not coaching that. And uh, the more we get you know, down to it and all that, the more crucial it becomes. And it's, it's a skill, I, I believe, that you can learn how to focus regardless of what's going on around you. But the conversation and the talk and, and the dialogue, the narrative has to be really rock solid. Or we fall back into the you know the hype and the buildups and all, and, and all of the shoulda coulda things and so um, for a great performer to perform he gets clear and he gets focused and ain't nothing in the world in, on his mind and so I see all of those types of things as distractions and so we work really hard to create a mentality where we can be you know better than the other guys and particularly better than the other guys down the stretch you know when it comes down to finish time isn't that in many ways what competition Wednesday is about yep. It is. <laughs> yep, it is. And it, it is. It's exactly to, to get us reset in, in the mentality that gets us, you know, to, to be focused on the stuff that we can control. And that's that day's work, that next step you take, the next drill you're in, the next clip of film you're looking at. You didn't have any control over what happened last night. You only had control over what you guys could do yesterday afternoon, and you got it done. What was the key to the victory yesterday? Hanging tough, man. We just stayed with it and keep keep on believing and doing things right. And we we would be in the finish, you know, kind of mode, and we would outdo them. And that was what we were trying to do. It's, just, it's like always. Uh, Big Al said it at halftime. He says by finishing, and we're gonna get this done and and, and challenge the fellas fittingly and uh when it came down to it we executed so well to get it done you know and unfortunately jason missed the the kick you know the doinks and all that but uh it just gave us another opportunity to practice being great at the finish and we did it defense stopped them offense moved it down the field special teams ends the ball game you know so uh those are so important i mean that's a game was so important the way it wound up and i know people that you know they're pulling their hair out over it and all but really that's just another opportunity for our guys to understand what what we're up against and what we need to do, what it feels like, and how to come through. And I, I just love the way we finished. Are you a boxing guy, Pete? You uh, enjoy over I, your years of watching boxers? Oh yeah. oh, yeah. Big Ali guy. Because it feels like, and I know you've used, we've talked about rope-a-dope a time or two over the years in different moments, but it just feels like at times you get into fights where you're just totally content to get it to the late rounds. Not, not that, you know, not that you want to, but you, there's a, there's a piece in that, that this is just, and yesterday it just struck me watching that game like that. This is going to be about the 15th round. Oh, and then they're going to actually play an extra round, but it just from the very onset yesterday felt like that was going to be one decided in the late rounds. Do you ever get that sense and feel early in games as well? No, I don't necessarily get them early. I, I, you know, I'm not, I'm not thinking that way. Then, uh, it, it comes later on when you see, okay, it's coming down to it, looking at possessions and stuff, and opportunities and all that, and what's got to happen, and that, that's much more towards the, the finish time of it. That you know, you have to start, kind of, I got to structure my brain to, to be on, on, you know, on 
tap with what's happening and and so that we finish well and do, make the right decisions and choices and things like that but you know it, it's uh <laughs> you know I, I I like it like this, you know. I I know you guys know that because I know we're going to be there. So I'm I don't want to dread the the reality <laughs> that we're going to be. I want to I want to just like last night. I wanted that to be a great night of us having fun and everybody could, everybody was texting back and forth and the chains were going. It was it was great and it was as much of a collective party as we could make. But I I, I don't know. I you know I just want it to be a particular way of, and I'm picturing it's going to work out right. So. You guys got a lot of pressure on the quarterback yesterday. What was what was the key to that group coming alive? Oh off the man, edge? we did it again. We were we uh, we made a really good jump in, in some things that we did uh, tactically and, and schematically uh, to to offset what they wanted to do in that game, and it worked out. We covered the heck out of the perimeter and did a nice job of picking a lot of stuff up. Made the quarterback have to run a guy that's not a runner, you know, and and we that's that was that was part of the game you know and it's uncomfortable at times when when he gets out there but we just wanted to make sure that we we really contain this team and and uh, i thought you guys did a great job it was really cool to see us execute like that so we we, we got better yesterday some moving uh, pieces at linebacker a little bit yesterday abram now plays back-to-back games with almost every snap at safety you said in kansas city and Air, at arrowhead after that second half that you felt like the second half of that game both your run game and some of your defense has come to life do you feel that way now heading into the playoffs as well pete yeah, I was just getting my nose together for today, talking to the team, and, and it was in Kansas City. We we played good, and, played well in Kansas City, and uh, did some really good things there, and and uh, that have carried over. And we're, we're can, I don't, you know, it's it's probably hard for you guys to imagine how much you can improve from week to week. Uh, if this late in the season, you, th- you think it's all done, you know, but it isn't. If you, if you stay after it, that's why Wednesday is Wednesday too. That's how we we get back to the fundamentals and the basics of stuff. We and we continue to find a way to improve. And yesterday was a big improvement. It's to help us in this game how much did you like seeing your team run it in overtime oh man just running at any time you know me <laughs> it's just such a it's such a factor in, of, of our style you know and it's it's just to me it's just football that's how football should be played but it's uh when we do it we get into it and it just fits everything and it, it allows us to compensate for other areas that aren't maybe as sharp and uh, time of possession and all kinds of things, you know. And but it's mostly about command. You own that, you know. You own that aspect of the game. It's a really crucial part of the game. Twenty-nine carries for Ken Walker, who continues to not get a lot of practice time, Pete. And um, but he finds a way each and every week, back to back to back, hundred-yard rushing games. Now, first time a rookie's done that since Saquon in twenty eighteen. How do you characterize his twenty-nine carry day? Oh, I thought it was really, really aggressive, man. I thought he was attacking everything and. uh he looks so explosive. I, I was thrilled to see when I was looking at the the film to see how explosive he looked this late in the season after you know a run like this and and you know the where he has had the ball a lot and, you know and and uh, he's just getting warmed up and, and uh, so impressed with his continuing ability to make something happen with a play you know and uh, but I think in the last three weeks you've seen him style wise shift a little bit he made the adjustment that we asked him to do about hitting stuff and it's 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 just helping him and, and uh, uh that consistency really you know brings out the best in our offensive line too uh i'm going to play some steve rabel here in a moment we'll play you a beautiful touchdown throw to a guy that doesn't get nearly enough credit but the most common thing that we have been asked to ask you today is what was up with the hat yesterday you're generally not a hat guy and all of a sudden you busted out the hat now i busted the hat i busted it a couple times why the hat yesterday because it was raining (laughs) 
<laughs> you know, it wasn't your first game in the rain well, here. But it was, Usually, yeah. you're more of a visor. You went visor in the in the summer. I tried the visor. That wasn't it. It's not for you. I, I hate wearing hats. <laughs> I hate wearing hats. So it's. I mean, it's. I'm fiddling with it the whole time. It's a mess. But I, you know, I was going to get slopped, and the, the hoods just don't. Quite, they don't quite get it done. And, and uh, I, I went with the stocking cap a, little, a couple weeks ago, or whenever that was the Kansas City game. Right. That's a mess. Have I, you thought about like a Tom Landry? <laughs> like a derby or yeah, something. Yeah, that'd be great. That'd be, I, I, so when you have flow like he has, when you have flow like you do, Pete, at 70, man, let that hair rock it. I, I get it. <laughs> why, why cover it up if you still got it at 70? Oh, man, it's because it's, it's, it's a mess. <laughs> I, just, I, I, I owe whoever's looking to, a little bit more than that. <laughs> Was Glenn okay with the hat? Yeah, she was okay. okay. She's okay. With it. Yeah, I did ask her afterwards. How about this play? Tyler Lockett, once again, oh, he just does what he does. He oh. doesn't get a ton of respect outside of this city. But, man, how about this right here? Brought it to Tight him. slot on the far side. Now in motion comes Johnson. Play fake. Gino has some time. He's going to rear back and throw it deep for the end zone. Got a man out there. Reaching out. Making a catch. Touchdown, Seahawks. Tyler Lockett. Running past Hill and the rest of the Rams defense. And a perfect, and I mean perfect throw from Geno Smith. 36 yards, a touchdown for the Hawks within a point of tying this up. And Tyler Lockett has become the second player in franchise history to record four straight 1,000-yard seasons. He can't be as fast as what he is. Boy, first off, that's a freaking masterpiece, man. Nice job, Rapes. He's not as fast as he was, right, Tyler he's Lockett? Fast as hell. So how how, you know, he's, how is he like always it, so open? He's really fast. He's still really. Did you see him take off after that ball? He was flying. He he limped his way on the field and then he flew down the field to make the touchdown catch. Um, uh, it's just that's just uh, just another moment. It was just one of our moments that we get you know that we get to log away. Um, that was just perfect. It was just perfect and uh, so so uh, glad to be there. You know, it's amazing, like him and Largent, and, and now he's joining Steve in most of the record books when it comes to Seahawk wide receivers and catching it next year. I think he'll be behind Steve in, in catches and yards. He's number two in touchdowns. You heard Rave say it right there. Joined him with four consecutive 1,000-yard seasons. Pete, it feels like Tyler just sees the game at a different level. That, that oh, there's, there's just the, some, right? There's just some of these right. receivers. There's no doubt. What, what is it? He's so far out there. You're right. He's a savant. I mean, he just has such sense and awareness. And and if you guys can see how calm he is, he's just so chilled. He's just accepting. He's accepting the excellence in a way that will allow him to continue. It's gonna. He's he's just not moved by it. It's just like he's playing in the park. And and uh, it's amazing. It's amazing. Brock and I, and we've talked about this with you throughout the year, we've been so impressed with Gino, not just on the field, but off of it, and the things he said, and, and his emotion that he's brought, uh, the way he's dealt with challenges. He didn't have his best game, certainly, to start yesterday, and found a way to win it when it was all said and done. You know, where do you think all of that comes from? What, what has he been working on to help him, not just on the field, but with his sort of emotional regulation? Yeah, well, I think it, it, he has had a lot. Think of all the time, the quiet time he's had as a player the last six years or whatever, however many years that he, that he hasn't had a chance to play much, uh, four years here, that he has benefited from it. He hasn't just stewed and, and been, you know, pissing and moaning about what's up or his lot in life or whatever. He's been, he's been at it. He's been competing. And so, and, and he did it in such a 
beautiful way that he is calling on the experiences and he's calling on the mentality and he's calling on the 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 demands of the performance that he's going through that and to handle it so well that he's just this is what we're seeing we're seeing excellence and and uh it's it, in so many ways and again yesterday you know it wasn't it, it was a rough game you know he now i look back his numbers weren't so good and all that and you know but he would never was off off kilter he just got pissed a couple times you know which he does and then he comes back and then and so that's we know how to how to you know love him through it and and, and he bounces right back and he knows that there's that peace and that calm that he needs to find and he does he 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 knows it. he he needs us to to you know kick him in the butt once in a while just so that he gets back on track and then he there he goes again and that that was a beautiful finish but finishing regulation and the finishing in overtime yeah it was just just great stuff I'm going to ask you what's called a him and, and the rest of the crew as we head to San Francisco Saturday. But I would be remiss if we didn't play another Rabel highlight. Oh, yeah, I mean, let's do that. Come if on. You li- if you like that one and you let's called you called for the Diggs interception last week, you wanted to hear that one. This one was even sweeter and better. Oh, good. Second and 15. Acres in the backfield. Mayfield from his own 21 under center. Play fake. Mayfield's looking left. Going to let it fly deep. Got a man, Van Jefferson. And it is picked off. Diggs picks it off. Steps out of bounds. Far side. Finally, Baker Mayfield throws us one. Diggs came from the middle of the field, raced all the way to the far side, and picked it off. His fourth interception of the season. The Seahawks have life. Quandre said after the game it was his favorite interception of his career. How did he do it? Yeah, well, it was uh, there's a situation happening. If you, if you looked at that, that guy broke his corner right off, oh, about 25 yards deep, you know. And so that's a that that play becomes the middle safety's play, and it's it's unusual when it happens like that. But it happened a couple times in the game, and he saw both of them, and and uh, uh, he was just the guy gave him a shot, you know. He, he, that's a ball hawk. That's a guy that can manage all of that space, thing, all of that space in the, in, in in the angles and things. He has to, you know, he has to figure out and just did it perfectly and timed it up exactly right caught the ball over his back shoulder you know extended the ball kind of got through his hands a little bit you know and just a fantastic play but that's uh um that's just knowing the game they're, they're you know he and, and tyler they're they're out there the same and in the same way the way they see the game their understanding of it their timing their feel their you know their imagination that comes to life in in those playmaker uh, playmaker moments you know um uh, that was one of them, and it was a great one. I'm, I'm glad he had so much fun with that one because that was really, really, that was really a, a game changer. And then you taught him that move where you hold the ball out no, with no, one no, hand at no, the sideline. I'm not going to comment on that. No? Oh, did you get in trouble for commenting on it no, last week? No. Well, no, I didn't get in trouble. I, I handled it well enough that I avoided it. <laughs> I'm going to avoid this one too. Third time, uh, you know, before, yeah, third time you're going to play the Niners uh, this year. Really hard to, to, I would think, be the team three times, and so now you have the opportunity to. Prove that to be true. Somebody said that. I don't know why. Somebody, every game is a game all by itself. Okay, but somebody says that you can't beat a team three times. But you know, well, don't you think I, I don't you learn things? I mean, have you learned by watching the games that you've played against them and all the film you have to go back on some places where you guys can, you know, <laughs> think what take advantage? Think, of course we have. Good. I hope so. Yeah, and uh, shoot, they've won ten in a row, man. They're freaking on fire. 
And, uh, you know, Purdy's done a great job coming in there. Uh, I go back to uh, Kyle's done an incredible job with his QBs this season. That 10-game run is big time now. That's big time in this league. And, and uh, you got to give them all the credit. They're as healthy maybe as they've been all year long. You know, it's a freaking juggernaut we're going into. What so. makes them so challenging to play against? The, well, now they have, they're so well equipped with so many guys in positions that can make things happen. Uh, they have a, uh, there's, you know, who do you stop? You know, and, and McCaffrey's been just a, a gem. So I think he scored 11 touchdowns in the 10 games or something like that or whatever, you know. Um, they're just so loaded and, and, and so, so much so that the quarterback, a young dude, has come in there and, and taken it over and, and, didn't, and done great. You know, three, three touchdowns yesterday. So it's, it's, you know, it's as hard as it could possibly get. How healthy are you guys? Yeah, we're good. <laughs> <laughs> we're okay. <laughs> well, I like what you said earlier about you use this this term. He's called upon. He's called upon all that experience. He's called upon all those memories. You've got a lot of playoff experience, Pete. You know, maybe some of these young bucks don't have it, and and some people will will make their first starts as a as a starter. Uh, what will the group have to call upon to go get this juggernaut Saturday in San Francisco? Uh, it's going to take a lot of trust. It's going to take a lot of trust, and uh, we'll 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 just learn from all of the things we've been through and, and take them with us. And and uh, with a great deal of trust in themselves and in the guys next to them, uh, that'll give us a chance, you know. And uh, this is, I, I would bet that not many people think we have a shot in this one, but we'll we'll see if we can. Manage a way to make it competitive. <laughs> some will probably say it will be a physical impossibility for you guys to <laughs> Stop win. Stop that. I would some, not some, say that. Some may how say that. Dare you? Are you <laughs> done? Hey, I, we've had this conversation I don't know how many times, but I, I'll bring it up once again. We always do it after the last week of the season. Uh, the unfortunate reality for so many of the coaches in this league, and not just the head coaches, but the assistants who were let go as well. We've had a couple more yesterday with Lovey Smith, today with Cliff Kingsbury, as, as coaches are let go at the end of the year. If one were to reach out to you today, what would you say? What advice would you offer? Well, oh, the, I'm, I hope to stay here at the Seahawks first thing and hold my job, you know. You? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, oh, good. I would hope so. <laughs> That's the first thing. No, um, yeah, this is a, this is a, a lousy time, you know, and, and, uh, it's all, it, challenging times for the ownerships and, and the people that run these, the, these franchises and all that. Um, but, um, and, and it's, it's real people. Suffering real consequences in front of the whole world, you know, and and uh, so we give them all the respect that we can, and and, uh, and and you know hope they make it through it, and everybody will jump and go. But uh, really, it, it's my thing. I'm all, I don't know if we've ever talked about it like this, but is the not sanction who just let you go, <laughs> you know? Don't buy into it, and uh, and and uh, don't let don't let the fact that the guy gets, you know, they get you. Um, Break you, you know, and, and, and where you lose connection with who you are and what you're all about so that you can come back and fight the next fight and battle your ass off to, to prove who you are and, and also, um, so man, I've, I've never, I've never shown a whole lot of respect for the people who have let me go. And there's been enough of them, you know, um, not openly, but, uh, in my own mind, and, you know, I don't sanction that because I, just not giving into it, and I hope the, the, these guys that have to suffer through it uh, don't give in, come back fighting, and, and make something happen again. I'm sure they will. Coach, congratulations. Ten times in 13 years here, in addition to a couple times in New England as well. You're back in the playoffs again, and looking forward to watching on Saturday. Let's we'll go. Talk to you next come week. on now. All Let's right, go. there Happy, you go. There's Coach Carroll. We will. 2023. Uh, Let's okay. go rolling. Let's go.